What's going on? It's Tuesdays with Tawana. Let's get it in. Let's get it in. Happy New Year, everyone. It's Tuesdays with Tawana. I am your host and your curator for this podcast slash vodcast. So grateful to be here on a Tuesday. Grateful to bring in the new year with you. Grateful that you take 30 minutes out of your day to come and to spend some time with me because I cannot build community alone. I will not build community alone. Hence the word community where we are gathered together to enjoy one another and to enact change and to be co-creators and be the divine beautiful beings that we are so with that um we got a lot to to talk about today so i want to get started hey julie good to see you Yes. Um, so, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Something different. You know, you got to spice it up a little bit on these um, these vodcasts because the human being gets bored very quickly. So there are certain things that we got to do differently to, you know, enhance or enact the element of surprise. Right. So we, we got to make that happen because I want y'all to keep coming. I don't want y'all to get bored and you know, expect the same old, same old, because that's just not what we're doing today. We, or any day for that matter. Um, we are here to co-create and to be the co-creators that we are to make change and to build community together. So I want to read something um, as we begin this segment of Tuesdays with Tawana, where we are Moving in what's to come. We're moving in what's to come. Hey, sister. Good to see you. Yes, you were missed last week. You missed being here, but I missed having you here. So glad you are here on today. Uh, Julie says, <laughs> hard to imagine you being boring. Bless you, Julie. I appreciate you and appreciate you showing up and showing out on Tuesdays for sure. So I want to read this quote. This quote really inspired this this moment. Um, and I hope that I can um, get through this moment and really um, encourage you to comment because as those of you who are regulars, you, you comment, we're going to engage. Some just chill and just listen and take it all in. Others watch it later as a rebroadcast or watch it as um, listen to it as a podcast in the car, in the gym, doing the dishes, cooking dinner, going to sleep. Hey, Tammy. So glad you are here. Good to see you. And my brother, my big brother is in the building today. So grateful. So grateful we are bringing in the new year together. So I want to read this uh, quote. So I do meditation every morning and I use Deepak Chopra's daily meditation. It's not uh, Deepak actually leading the meditations, but it's people like Debbie Brown, a woman of color who is absolutely amazing. And she did a meditation on courage. 
So I just want to lift up um, something that inspired me, and I hope that it, it's, it inspires you as we get through this broadcast. Yes, Tony, the shirt. Blackity black, 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 all day, every day. From Harlem Underground, by the way. So you could pick up a shirt right in Harlem, right up the street from you. <laughs> so courage. Courage is not necessarily the absence of fear. Uh, it's about it's about overcoming your fears. It's about overcoming your fears and facing your difficulties so that you can take the necessary actions um, necessary for to care for your concerns or to address your concerns. Courage may courage is not necessarily and I'm trying to paraphrase because it's a long quote, but um, courage is not necessarily um, something that is um, antithetical or the opposite of fear. But fear contracts us and courage opens us up. So as she opens in the beginning, courage is not necessarily the absence of fear. And when that courage is hidden because of fear, think of it like a cloudy day. The sun is still shining. We may not see it, but the sun is still there doing what it's supposed to do, doing its work. So it's the same with courage. Sometimes that courage doesn't come out and it doesn't shine because we're clouded by fear, but we must know deep down inside, whether it's in our hearts, in our gut, in our souls, in our heart chakra, um, that the courage is there, that you are courageous, even when you don't feel like it, even when it doesn't seem like you are courageous. Hey, Mama Lovey. Glad you could join us today. Yes, blessed and happy new year. Angela is in the building. What's up? I'm so glad you can attend again as well. You are so missed. Hey, Mother Carolyn, so glad you made it. My pink sister Jackie is in the building. What's going on? Reverend Foster is in the building. He says, wishing you all the best for a successful and healthy new year. And I pray and wish the same for you, beloved, and for all of you who are here. So let's talk about this thing called courage and moving um, and moving in what's to come. So let me explain that a little bit by telling uh, a story um, that, that I, telling a story of an experience that I had this week. So, you know, many of you know, if not all of you know, that I am surviving HER2 positive metastatic breast cancer. And I am in active treatment every three weeks indefinitely until a cure is found, until a different form of treatment is found. That's my lot in life right now. And I had a decision to make about um, an opportunity. And originally, I was doubting taking that opportunity, taking advantage of that opportunity because of the unknown, because I don't know what's going to happen down the line. I don't know 
how my body is going to respond to doing the work required with this opportunity. Um, because cancer is unknown. Sometimes I'm like this and I'm up and, and, and you know, I, I have energy. And then there are other times when I'm in pain. There are other times when I'm just full of fatigue. There are other times when I'm just downright frustrated and disappointed. So in that decision-making, I had to realize or I had to come to terms with and this again, this meditation didn't come to me by by accident. Um, hey, Courtney, my little buttercup. Glad you could join us today. I hope all is well with you and the fam. Um, so this meditation was no accident. So I had to look at the courage to make a decision to take advantage of this opportunity because I'm moving in what's to come. So if I don't make that decision, and if I decide not to do it based on fear, based on the unknown, based on something that is down the line, who knows what's gonna, who knows what's gonna happen tomorrow? Just like I told my dissertation chair, Donna, when she was telling me all of the requirements that I needed to complete before said date. And I just looked at her and I listened to everything she says because she was she was my dissertation whisperer. And I said, you know what, Donna, all I have is right now. So all I could do in this moment was to look at what I have right now. And I am alive. I have the ability to make this decision. Someone wants to honor what I do and the work that I have done and the work that I continue to do. And they want me to be a part of something that's growing and doing great things for black women. So I had to say, you know, Tawana, you, the decision that you make, you can only make it based on right now in the hopes of what's to come. So that's like manifesting, right? Manifesting something. If I am, you know, my desire is to do X, Y, and Z. If I don't do A, B, and C, I'm not going to get to X, Y, and Z. So I have to manifest that by doing what's necessary right now in the hopes and in, 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 in envisioning what's to come. I may not know for sure what's to come. I may not know all of the details and the in intricacies of what's to come. But right now, I know what I want and I know that I need to do something to manifest it. So I have to move in what's to come. I have to move in the right now in order for it to happen because it's not going to happen if I remain stuck. The worst thing that I could do is to stay stuck, focus on my cancer, what you focus on expands, and then I get nowhere. I don't realize my hopes, my dreams, what I'm envisioning, what I'm hoping for, what I desire, what I love to do, where do I see myself down the line. I remember I posted um, on Facebook not too long ago, um, you know, some someone, I don't know, someone asked the question, where do you see yourself in X amount of years? I don't know if it was one year, three years, five years, whatever. And I said, alive. That's the basic desire so that I can move in what's to come and realize my hopes and my dreams and make those things manifest by breathing by living, by seeing, by experiencing what's happening in my world right now and in this moment. 
Katrina Bass in the building. Good to see you, beloved. Uh-oh, Mother Carolyn said, I'm marching down her street. Let's go. Let's get to marching. Yeah, so Reverend Foster, faith without work, you have to sow to reap. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about just the simple thing. You know, I'm not a horticulturalist or, you know, but if you plant a seed, if you plant a seed, you got to put it in some soil that is ready to nurture the seed, right? Then you have to nurture, continue to nurture the dirt, the grass, in order for the seed to get the nutrients to grow. And then the seed struggles and, and, and the flower or the plant or whatever it is bursts out of the seed and it still needs to work its way through the ground, through, through toiled ground, through um, the tilling of the ground, through the care of the ground in order for it to come out and then receive the sunlight and all the elements, the rain, the sun, the cold, the heat, whatever it is that particular plant or flower may need. There's a lot of work that's put into that in order for that thing to become a thing. So in order for this human being, this black woman to become what it is that she wants to become and is becoming, then I need to move in the right now. I need to move toward what's to come. I need to move in what's to come. I cannot stay stagnant in what is because tomorrow is what is and the next day will be what is so what does that look like today in order for my tomorrow that's not promised to us so i might as well just go on and make the best out of what i can today live my best life enjoy breathing enjoy the snow on the ground enjoy the sun that is shining enjoy listening to the kids laughing outside in my backyard going down a hill playing on a sled i, I might as well enjoy all of that to manifest the joy that is to come, to manifest the hope and the dreams that is to come. Hey, Miss Odessa, always good to see you. Bobby is in the building. Happy New Year. So good to see you. Jan, Jan, Jan is in the building. Always grateful to see you. All about planning, process, vision. Write down goals to work toward in order to accomplish it or them. Yes. Write the vision. Make it plain. Now, does that mean, because let's, let's be real, right? Tomorrow's not promised to us. The next moment, quite frankly. Yes. Living your life like it's golden. The next moment is not promised to us. So all we have is right now. But what we do right now can definitely feed, speak to, pour into what is to come. As we talk about often, um, even in this moment, when we're on this side of life, um, we, we want to be able to, when, when we cross that, that, that road, when we cross over the Jordan, right? We want to be able to say, or leave that legacy and become an ancestor so that we continue to speak and we continue to pour into even after we are done with this side of life, we still have an opportunity to have a part, play a huge part in what's to come. 
So what we do now, what we do now speaks to what will manifest in our lives. As Reverend Foster said, you reap what you sow. So, and, and keeping it on a, a positive, you know, enlightening, positive, loving, joyful. When we reap joy, when we reap, when we sow joy, when we sow love, when we sow hope, when we sow peace, when we sow courage, when we sow perseverance, when we sow dreams, when we sow visions, those things, we will then reap those things because we have poured into our lives so that we can move forward into the next and then the next. We All we have is right now and I'm going to make the best of it and look at the, the good things that are happening. Yeah, it sucks to have cancer. <laughs> Not going to sit here and skip through the tulips and act like it's it's all good. It's okay. But yet it is all good because I'm alive and I'm here with you chopping it up on a Tuesdays with Tawana. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for my children. I'm grateful for my grandson. I'm grateful for my village. I'm grateful for my tribe. I'm grateful for my big brother and my niece that constantly show. I am great. I look at all the things. I can't look at who's not here. I got to look at who's here. I got to look at what's going on right now and what type of control, what type of power do I have to make the necessary changes that need to be made in order for me to move in what's to come. And if what I want to come is joy and peace and success and honor and beauty and dignity and divinity, then I need to operate that way now. If I don't operate that way now, it's not just going to fall out of the sky and just happen. The work got to be, you got to put in the work. All of the work that I have done for, for my own well-being and, and getting to this place, it took therapy. I had an appointment with my psychiatrist right before Tuesdays with Tawana. It takes prayer. It takes meditation. Had a great conversation with my son last night. I have beautiful conversations with my daughter. I mean, it takes a village. It's not just me showing up and being this great. <laughs> It takes work. It takes work. Let's see what the village has to say. Let's see. Let's see. Ah, paint the picture. Make it plain. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mother Carolyn says, um, you are straight messing with me today. God is confirming all that God spoke to me just this morning. Let's send some love and light to Mother Carolyn because those are those epiphany moments, those moments that you kind of give God the side eye, like, really? You you really gonna just do this reminder just like this on a you know, broadcast that's public and just scream me out like that? <laughs> Um, my niece says, my father said, people don't accomplish things because they, we are constantly saying, I'll start tomorrow. Tomorrow might not come. Start today and focus on today, every day, and we will accomplish what we set out to do. Absolutely. And having that type of positive mentality, it doesn't mean that some things won't work out. 
But even in the midst of it not working out, something is working out. Some lesson is being learned. Something is making me stronger. Do I want to learn this way? You know, when people would say to me, oh, God gave you cancer because God has work for you to do. I'm sure God and God's brilliant, infinite brilliance could have found another way to help me to understand the work that God has for me to do. I'm, I can guarantee it. I put my life on it. Life happens. Doctors and science don't even know the rhyme or reason of how people get cancer. It could be hereditary. It could be environmental. It could be food. It, I've, I know people who are vegan, who've been vegan forever, work out every day, and they still end up with cancer. So trying to figure it out, our, our minds and our ways of thinking, it's very different from what God has in store for us. So I then have to flip that and say, you know what? I may have cancer, but it doesn't have me. I have been diagnosed with cancer, so I don't own it. I don't let that sit in my spirit. I take care of myself, but I don't let it overcome. I'm wise and I know that I can't go outside without a mask or, you know, um, not go to treatment every three weeks. I know there are some things that I need to do to care for myself. Yeah, because I want to move in what's to come, which is life and life more abundantly. Hey, Michelle, thank you for joining. Jason McBride is in the building. Let's see what he has to say. Um uh, talking about Tamika, my niece is exactly right. There is nothing special about the thing I do. I just, I just, hold on, let me get you back up on the screen. Because I got to hear what Jason has to say. Just decided to do something about it. And you know what? I, I'm not even going to let that that get by so easily because Jason, you're, you are right. You could have chose, you are a brilliant black man. A beautiful, brilliant black man doing great things. And you could have chose a lot of different ways to live this life. And you chose to give your life in helping the lives of at-risk youth or those that are deemed at-risk and those that don't have or are, are caught in the system of, of impoverished communities and poor uh, educational institutions and things of that nature. So if I could just say thank you. Thank you for what you do and thank you for choosing the work that you do. You are very humble. I see it. I've watched you in Denver for several years. You even came. I will never forget the day that you came and supported us during our domestic violence awareness. Very few men were in the building and you were there. And I'm so grateful. And then I had a chance to meet you through grass, through, you know, the, um, the gang intervention and prevention program and things of that nature. So thank you for what you do. Thank you. Appreciate it. And I, my hope and prayer is that it comes right back to you. So let us send love and light to Jason and to all those, those out there, especially right now, not especially, but particularly in Denver, because they are going through a lot of violence. We've lost some activists. We've lost some young people. We've just senseless violence. 
So, and it's, it's you know, I'm, I'm in Baltimore, so y'all, y'all know what's happening out here. So I think last year, I don't know what the final number was, but in, in mid-December, we had 300 murders in Baltimore City. 300 murders, not shootings, murders. So when people like Jason and others are out there in these streets advocating for our young people and doing a darn thing, <laughs> I just want to say thank you. Let's see, Tamika says... Oh, R.E., the comment God gave you cancer. When under trial, let no one say, whoo, yes, hold on. Let me get this back up on the screen. You better bring the word up in here, Tammy. When under trial, let no one say I am being tried by God. For with evil things, God cannot be tried, nor does God, God's self, try anyone. Thank you, Tammy. <laughs> you are very welcome, Jason. You're very welcome. So when we think about this concept, this thing about whew, moving in what's to come, we think about now and we envision tomorrow. We think about now and make the best of a current situation now. And mind you, this is rolling off of my lips and I've done it. I live this life. I live this life every day. But it didn't always come this easy. It doesn't always come this easy for the woman that reached out on Facebook because she's living in her car because she escaped her abuser and all we could do was give her phone numbers to call. Do we know she have a, has a phone? How does she charge her phone? Where is she going to stay for the night? All the shelters are, are crowded and booked. Is there somebody that can make the phone calls for her? Is there somewhere she can go to get a warming? I mean, numbers, and, and, and I gave her some numbers as well because that's all I could do from here in, in Maryland. She, she's in another state, but it's not that easy. Um, it rolls off my tongue, but it can be done, beloved. It can be done. If, if you are even contemplating death by suicide, there is a way out and there are counselors and people out there to help guide you and talk you through so that you can love yourself and live your life. Live your life. Hey, nice to see you too, Moses. Moses used to work for me, y'all. Don't be telling stories in this chat about our days at uh, Verizon, yo. I'm not messing with you today. Um, yeah, Jason, and sometimes we do need to hear that. We need to be affirmed and honored and acknowledged and reminded that it's not easy. It, and it takes work. It, it takes work. You got to put in the work now in order to manifest what's to come. You got to plant the seed now in order for it to then manifest into that plant or that flower or whatever it might be later when the harvest time comes. 
right? You got to do what you need to do now in order to prepare to apply for that law school program or do what you need to do now to prepare for that dream job that you want. Do what you need to do now to start that business that you know that you were supposed to start. Do what you need to do now to care for your children because there are no guarantees. You could be the best parent guardian in the world and the world will still snatch your children up in a minute. There's sex trafficking going on and I'm a witness to it. This is not just something I've read about. This is something that I have experienced firsthand. Stuff is real. So it's not easy. So we must put in the work, but the work doesn't all have to happen today. Take the first step today. And then tomorrow, if we're blessed with tomorrow, we thank God for another day and we take another couple of steps. Or we, maybe a day is too much. And maybe we can only look at the moment. So we do the best that we can in that moment. Jason said, I've lost kids in the past three months and it's taken a lot out of me. Y'all, if y'all would send some love and light to Jason, um, Send some love and light to Jason right now. Just throw up some hearts, make a comment, let him know that he's loved and appreciated. My sister Tracy is in the building. She's taking another step today. One step, because sometimes a day is too much. It's too much. So sometimes we just gotta be in the moment. And then next thing you know, the next moment is here. And then the next moment is here. And in those moments, healing is happening. And restoration is happening. And release is happening. And lament is happening. Go on and cry and scream and let that shit out. And let the most high pour back into you all that you need so that you can move in what's to come and not remain stuck in that lament. Lament is pouring out and expecting the most high to do something about that situation and circumstance. We have an opportunity, beloved, to take the first step and moving in what's to come. We don't know what's to come. This COVID, y'all, I, I just, I can't, I can't take it. We don't know what's to come. But I am right now, all I have is I'm breathing. I'm here rocking with y'all for 30 minutes. Oh, 31 minutes. We're a little over time. And enjoying every second of it. Every second of it. And I will take that with me into the next moment while I manifest and walk in what's to come. I love y'all dearly and I'm so grateful, so grateful for each one of you. Happy New Year. I have no special sayings, no special words. After 2020 and 2021, I'm just glad to be here. 
praying for y'all who have COVID, breakthrough COVID. Y'all could be triple vaccinated, praying for y'all, praying for all of us that prophets are no longer put over people, that our voting rights are secured, that our president will do the things that, that he promised that he would do for this nation, particularly people of color. That those, the anniversary of January 6th is coming and that people will continue not only to be arrested, charged, found guilty, and will serve time for the heinous act that they performed on January 6th. For those who are out here resorting to violence because they have no other way to release. For those who are dealing with debilitating diseases those who are challenged with mental wellness, those who are in domestic violence situations or getting out of domestic violence situations, the system sucks. So we got to find a way to be good to our beloveds and to take care of our beloveds, for sure. I love y'all. I appreciate you. I thank you for rolling with me on Tuesdays, Tuesdays with Tawana, your host and your curator. I'm Rev T. I love y'all to the moon and beyond. And I'm out. Later. <laughs>